I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings. Let's begin to worship the Ancient of Days for this opportunity that he has given to us to be at his presence again. The Bible said, this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, I thank you. I worship you for every member of my family. I thank you for my children. I thank you for my spouse. Father, I even thank you for our leaders. I thank you for our nation, for what you are doing and for what you are set to do again this morning. Glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. We worship you this morning because we know that you will do the impossible again. Because we know that this morning you will set the captive free. You will heal the sick and you will also do something new in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we magnify your name in Jesus' mighty name. We have worshipped. I want us to lift up our voice unto God this morning and say, Lord, I'm here again at your presence. Be merciful unto me. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, do something new, do something marvelous in my life. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let every mountain of 
problem begin to melt before me as I go out this morning in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, let every finished work of the enemy over my life, over my family be destroyed in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, open the windows of heaven unto me and let there be a pony of your grace. Let there be a pony of your power in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, let every satanic works be subdued this morning in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, come and heal, come and set, set free this morning in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father Lord, by the power and the blood of Jesus, let me be sanctified and be purged by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, let every defilement in my spiritual and body be removed by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, every negative dreams of the night by the power and the blood of Jesus be terminated. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as we go out this morning, mark us with the blood of Jesus for protection and for preservation. In the name of Jesus, we destroy every finished work of the enemy by the power and the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice unto God. We are going to cry unto him and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let me be set free from every bondage of darkness. As I go out this morning, Lord, set me free. Set my business free. Set my career free. Set my ministry free. Set my children free. Set my family free from every bondage of darkness. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. The Bible says, if the Son therefore make you free, you shall be free indeed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Father, this morning, let every chains of darkness be broken. In the name of Jesus, bondage of sickness, bondage of disease, bondage of limitation be broken. In the name of Jesus, let every one of us be set free by your power. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I am free. I am free. I shall walk in liberty. I shall walk in liberation this morning. In the name of Jesus, every bondage limiting my forward movement, every bondage limiting my progress, Lord, break it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you for answers to our prayers. Lord, as we go into your world this morning, minister unto us. Do the impossible. Let the captives be set free. Let the sick be healed this morning. In the name of Jesus. First, many who have been tormented by demonic spirit. I pray that this morning the Lord will deliver you. In the name of Jesus. Every stubborn pursuer pursuing your life. Pursuing your children. Pursuing your career for destruction. I pray that the Lord will destroy them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you because you have answered our prayer. This morning, let the heavens be open unto us. And let there be a pony of your grace. Let there be a pony of your Holy Ghost upon us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, fill us afresh with your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Help us to walk in dominion over sickness, over sin, and over every satanic power as we go out this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that this morning, the Lord will do something marvelous for you. Shout hallelujah. Yesterday we talked about walking in the revelation of the truth. And I just want to continue this morning from where we stopped. Uh, I want us to open our Bible to Psalm 91. I'm going to read from verse 1 to 4 as we continue our deliberation and prayer 
on verse 4. The Bible says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him will I trust. And look at verse 3. Surely he will deliver you from the snares of the fowler and from perilous pestilence. And look at verse 4, where we are going. It shall cover you. It shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. The Bible says, His truth shall be your shield and buckler. So this morning I will be exhorting us very quickly on what I've titled The Power of the Truth. The power, the power. When we talk about power, we are talking about ability to do works, ability to do something. So when we begin to walk in the revelation of the truth, what are the powers that will be made available to us? The power of the truth. Yesterday, I did mention to us that number one, God is a God of truth. Then I told us that Christ also is the truth. And then the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. But I want us to know that beyond that, God also wants us to walk in the truth. So the first point I want to mention to us this morning is that God expects us to be truthful. That's the second point. God expects us as Christians to be truthful. To be truthful. The book of Proverbs chapter 12, I want to read verse 17 and 19. The Bible says, He that speaketh truth showeth forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. Look at that. One of the ways we can manifest our righteousness is by speaking the truth. He that speaketh the truth showeth forth righteousness, but a lying tongue but a false witness deceit. And Proverbs chapter 12, verse 19, the Bible said, The lip of truth shall be established forever. Look at that. The lip of truth shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. A lying tongue is but for a moment, but the lip of truth shall be established forever. So likewise, if we are the one that speak the truth all the time, no matter how, inconvenient it might be, the Bible says our life will be established forever, which means whatever we say, it will be established. That's what it means. Whatever we say will be established. The book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25, the Bible says, wherefore putting away lines, speak every man truth with his neighbor. Look at that. For we are members of one another. Wherefore putting away lines, so we are supposed to put away lying as Christians. We are supposed to be speaking the truth to our neighbors. We are supposed to watch out. Don't be intentionally lying to others. Because if we are going to experience the power of God, especially in our tongue, we need to begin to use our, our, our lips or our tongue is speaking the truth. The book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4. The Bible said, Stand therefore, having your loins guard about with truth, 
and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, when the Bible says we should stand having our loins guard about with truth, the truth is like a bet. You know, for those of us who are men, if you put on your pint and you don't put on your bet with it, if you don't use the bet to to adjust the the tightness of the of of your pint on your waist, the the bet I mean your your pint will begin to sag. It it will come off and it will it will not look right on your on you. So that is how the truth is. If we want our life to to be to be well portrayed before men and before God, we need to always put on the truth. Then number two, number two, our society don't like the truth. And we need to understand that our society, in fact, if you are a truthful person, there are some places in our society where people may even start giving you a name calling. They may start tagging you for, 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 for evil. They may start even targeting you for attack because our society don't like the truth. We need to understand that. But that shouldn't stop us from being truthful. The book of Isaiah chapter 59 verse 14, the Bible says, And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. For truth is falling in the streets, and equity cannot enter. Look at that. The Bible says, For truth has fallen away in the streets, and equity cannot enter. And Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 28, the Bible says, So you shall say to them, this is a nation that does not obey the voice of the Lord, their God, nor receive correction. The truth has perished, look at that, and has been cut off from their mouths. Because our society don't like the truth. Then number three, only the truth that we apply can change our life. Many of us, we know so many truths, but only the truth that we apply we change our life. And that's why as we are listening to the word of God, reading our Bible, you know, if we want transformation in our life, we have to start applying the truth. There was a time I was saying this, that, you know, if we as individual Christians can begin to read through our notes that we take, maybe when we go to church service on Sunday, you know, at the end of the day, if we begin to read through it and begin to apply the truth, we may not really need a new revelation again for us to stand as a Christian. Because there are so many things, there are so many revelations that God has given to us. But we apply little. If we can begin to apply the truth, there shall be changes in our marriage. If we can begin to apply the truth that we have known, there shall be some of us we get promoted within three months, maybe at our place of work. If we can begin to apply the truth that we have known, some of us, we, we may start seeing the vision of evil within, within two weeks. But we are, we, we are full of revelation. We are full of matters, but we are not applying it. And that's where the problem lies. The book of John chapter 8 verse 32. Look at what Jesus said. And Jesus said unto the disciples that, you know, that were just being converted unto him. He said, and you shall know the truth. Look at that. You shall know the truth, but that is not where it stopped. And the truth shall make you free. The truth that will make us free is the truth that we apply. It is the truth that we apply. And verse 36 of that John chapter 8, the Bible said, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Once we start applying the truth, then the Son will give us the power for transformation. 
But the case is the opposite in most cases. For example, in, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 7, you know, when Paul was speaking there, he said there are some people they are ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. They keep learning, accumulating uh, knowledge, accumulating wisdom, but they are not applying it to their life. And 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 4, when Paul was speaking there again, he said, and they shall turn away their, heart, their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. The moment we are not applying the truth, what that means is that we have been turning our ears away from the truth to fables. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Let me give us one more point and then we'll go and pray. It is only in the gospel truth or the gospel of truth that sinners can be saved. Or let me put it this way. It is only with the gospel of truth that sinners can be saved. Now I want to I want to emphasize something this morning. You know, many of many of the many of the preachings being portrayed by many of our pastors these days is not it's no longer the gospel of salvation. I was telling my sister yesterday, you know, that sometimes I when I when I'm on Facebook and, and I'm watching some pastors. And this I'm not this is not uh, name calling or anything, but I'm just telling you what I observe. You know, sometimes I see them, you know, flying on the jet, and then they are taking picture with their jet, and then they are taking picture with their limousine, maybe with their wife, their children in a, in a very big mansion and things like that, and trying to show off. Now, I was telling my sister, I said, are they trying to show off prosperity or are they trying to show off Christ? Now, I want us to know, because many people say, well, let us be blessed. By the time we are blessed, let us show our blessing to the world. So that they can know Christ. No. <laughs> when Christ was on heart, we were not told that Christ was among the richest. Or was among the chief people, you know, among the chief people in the, in the synagogue. No. And Christ, all that he was preaching is the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. Now, let me tell us this, and I want, to, I want to say this as a warning to men of God as well, because we cannot say, well, let's be showing off our prosperity, that is how people will be converted. No! What we convert the people is preaching the gospel of truth, not showing off our prosperity, not showing off that we are rich, that if you can believe in our God, then you will be rich. So are you telling me that people who are poor, they, they, don't, they, are, they are not saved or they are not going to heaven. And only by prosperity is, where, is, is the only means by which people can get to heaven. Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Not seek ye first prosperity. Not seek to be rich. Not seek to, 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 to bring big amount of money to your pastor for tithe. That is not what will save you. Because many people think, well, let's sow the seed. If I keep sowing seed, if I keep doing this, then I know that I will make it to heaven. No, you are not going to heaven with your soul, with your, your seed. The seed you are sowing will not take you to heaven. What will take you to heaven is that you believe the gospel of truth. And then you repent from your sin and turn to God and then follow after righteousness. That is what will save us. This is a warning. I'm, I, I'm almost crying now because many people have been deceived by these prosperity pastors showing off their words on Facebook, showing off their words on the medias. 
as if to say that it is only, you know, people are only saved to get blessed. No, we are not saved to get blessed because it's possible for you to be saved. You can be barren. It's possible for you to be saved. And you are going to make it to heaven. The fact that you are, you are a waiting mother doesn't mean, well, if I die as a waiting mother, I don't have heaven. No, no. These are things of this world. The fact that you are jobless doesn't mean that you, your name is not written in the book of life. God is a good God. And let me tell you, if you continue to trust in him and you walk in the truth, that job will come. That blessing will come. But don't say, well, I'm doing it so that I can get blessed. Don't serve God for the things you want to receive. Serve God. Know God for your salvation. Because when we die, you know, by the time we get to heaven, God will only ask, did you believe in Christ? Were you saved by the gospel of the truth? That is the question that will be thrown to us. Not how many jets do you have? Not how many cars? Not how many houses did you build when you are on earth? Not how many children did you have before you come here? When we get to heaven, those things will be relevant. The gospel truth that we know that changed our life. Maybe we were sinners before. We were fornicators before. We are adulterers. We are adulterers. We are not walking in the way of God. That, you know, the gospel truth that changes us, that transforms us from the inside out. That is what will get us to heaven. Not our prosperity. People, wake up. Don't go to hell. Heaven is free. God is coming back. Jesus is coming back. Heaven is free. Gospel of truth is what will save us. Not prosperity of truth. Gospel of truth. Gospel of truth. And that's why Paul's speaking in 1 Timothy chapter 3, 3, I mean 1 Timothy chapter 2, 3 to 4. He said, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God. Look at verse 4. Who desires all men to be saved? He didn't say, who desire all men to prosper? Who desire all men to have a big mansion? Who desire all men to have jet? He didn't put it that way. Why are our pastor portraying to the world that you, you are safe to be blessed? You are safe to prosper? You are, you are safe to have the things of this world? No! Who desires all men to be saved? Secure your heaven first. Secure your heaven first. Secure your heaven first. Christ is coming back. Secure your heaven first. Not secure your house first. Not secure your prosperity first. Secure your heaven first. Make sure you are saved. And if you are not saved, you know, you have the opportunity to be saved this morning by confessing Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. That's what Jesus desired. The Bible says, who desire all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Knowledge of the truth about God. Knowledge of the truth about Christ. Knowledge of the truth about the Holy Spirit. Knowledge of the truth about ourselves. Knowledge of the truth about heaven. Knowledge of the truth about hell. Knowledge of the truth about what matters most. Knowledge of the truth about the devil. Knowledge, knowledge of the truth about the future. If you want to know the knowledge, if you want to come to knowledge of the truth, then we need to be saved first. And in conclusion, James chapter 5, verse 19 to 20. Look at what James said here. He said, Brethren, if any among you wanders from the truth and someone turn him back, and this is what God is helping me to do this morning, because many people have turned away from the truth. They are only turning to prosperity truth. No, that is not, the, that is not what will save us. What will save us is the gospel of the truth. Gospel of the truth. <laughs> and look at verse 20. Let him know that he, who turns a sinner from the error of his way 
will save soul from death and convert multitude of sins. Do you know the reason why many, there are many, especially in Nigeria now? I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to say because I'm from Nigeria. I will not speak the truth about what is going on in my country. Why we have many Yahoo boys? Why we have many, 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 many youth? They are, they, are, they are not ready to go back to school again. Is because our fathers of faith they are showing them that it is only by prosperity that you can become affluent, that you can become influential, and that's why. Kids, maybe like at the age of twelve, at the age of fifteen, they are they are they are going to, to they are doing blood money. They are they are kidnapping kidnapping people. They are killing people because they also want to get the wet. And then when they get the wet, they can bring it to church and start bringing big offering, bring tight. That is not what will save our nation, and that's why the nation is so corrupt, because there is no more gospel truth being preached. Like in those days, like in the nineties, when people can come to church. When youth, youth, youth like us, you know, when they can come to church and they can be saved, and they cannot be, you know, they can be saved. And you know, I, I remember back in the day they called them SU. There's nothing like that anymore. What is more dominant? What is more prevalent in our country now is Yahoo boys. Yahoo, like uh, you know, a, 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 a youth that is like maybe 15 years old, 18 years old, riding a car that worth almost thirty thousand dollars. That is what is prevalent among our society today. And people are not waking up. People are not because the youth, they will follow the examples of fathers of faith. They will follow the example of people who are in politics, people that they are looking at, how they are, how they are showing off their words. And that's why, that's why they, they, they know, instead, of, instead of showing them the power of God that can save, we are showing them our prosperity. And no wonders our youth are getting rotten. They are following the ways. And, you know, they are just following the ways of their fathers. Yeah, that's what they are doing. That's why they can go and kick somebody to make money. That's what they are doing. Let us wake up. This is the time for us to turn back to the real gospel, the gospel of truth that will change our nation for good. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice unto God this morning. We have just three prayer points to pray because I know I've taken some of our time to, to talk, but I, I'm just talking... Out of out of how the spirit of God has put it in my mind, I'm not attacking any man of God. I'm not attacking any pastor. But this is the truth that we need to hear this morning. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let our nation be saved by the gospel of truth. Let 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 that, let let that, let let there be access. Let there be access for gospel of truth to be preached. So that there can be changes, so that there can be revival in our nation. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, that you will allow more gospel of truth to be preached in our nations, in our nations, so that there can be revival. In the name of Jesus, I want us to open our mouth. Let's let's open our mouth and begin to pray. That there shall be revival again. 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 In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice unto God this morning and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let my life be transformed by the power of the truth that I have known. In the name of Jesus, I don't want to remain the same again. Transform my life. Transform my life. Transform my life by the power of the truth that I have known. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. 
I want us to know that only the truth that we know and that we apply, that's the truth that will change us. That's the truth that will bring about transformation in our lives. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, transform me by the power of the truth. In the name of Jesus, transform my life by the power of the truth. In the name of Jesus, Echepedelia Basilica Polia, transform us, O God, by the power of the truth. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father Lord, let me be delivered from the power of error in our mistake. If we are not walking in truth, it means we are walking in error. That's the, that's the point. That's, the, that's it. It's either we are walking in the truth or we are walking in error. I told us yesterday that there, there is a difference between fact and truth. It's either you are, you are living your life by fact or by the truth. But only by living our life by the truth, that is where there is safety. That is where there is protection. That is where our, 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 our preservation, the Lord, is guaranteed. And that is where our heaven is guaranteed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father Lord, let me be delivered from the power of the error, from the powers of mistake. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, deliver us. We don't want to walk in error. We don't want to live our lives on facts alone. Lord, deliver us from the power of error. Deliver us from the power of mistake. In the name of Jesus, help us to live and to walk in the truth. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. We give you praise for answers to our prayers this morning. Lord, we ask that you give us the grace and the power to begin to walk in the truth. In the name of Jesus, we pray for revivers over our nations. Lord, let there be revival. Let the gospel truth be returned back to our nations. Be returned back to our people. In the name of Jesus, and let the rains of revival fall again. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. 